1: outside 50 today this is half that distance from 27 yards he makes it now back to the morning
2: roast
3: with Fonte and shasky well, what's the point of that,
1: that boy?
3: the last lead the night is hat oh. it's Penodi's evil man is this the instrumental he, he is evil how's Jake do you know Moody? this song no, not really. But I don't care. Nah, man, either. Yeah, whatever. No, yeah, um, no idea. I, I don't really care right now. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't care about music. I, I just, I've been. I'm driving, having a meltdown. I've been driving in straight silence this last week. Straight up silence. Just listening to the wind blow. I highly doubt that. To the raindrops hitting the windshield. <laughs> That's all I've been doing. Shout out Craig Patrick, my guy. A crushing loss. But this is. I didn't think about this. Shanahan trusts his defense coordinator. That means he's able to talk to his office between the series and get them ready to go out and do what they need to do. can take time to talk to his exactly. quarterback, calm him down, take the time to his line. All that said, the micromanagement of the entire team is what's killing Shanahan and not allowing him to be an effective coach. I do agree with that, and I'll push back by saying this. Only a slight pushback, and I don't know this because I haven't paid attention every single possession, has Shanahan ever gone to the quarterbacks to talk to him between possessions? Because McVay does it all the time. I know he'll he'll
2: I. Again, this is going off of me watching when I'm at the games and what the television shows you. He'll step back from the front and have conversations standing there. You never see him fully immersed in a one-on-one. It's more of like a casual, not casual, but like a quicker conversation. But you don't see him do what what Andy Reid did. Yeah. Sit down and go through it with the yeah. quarterback.
3: Yeah. I- no, you just don't. By the way, our boy J Dub, Jordan Watkins, UGA City. What up, J Dub? What's he saying? Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to tell me, I was right about Kyle Shanahan too. I'll appreciate it. What? Hope all is well with your big. What dog. did he say about Kyle Shanahan? Well, you got to remember, he's an Atlanta Falcons fan. So what did he say? Well, you know what he thinks about Kyle. If he's an Atlanta Falcons fan, what does he think? So I tell you, I'll tell you how he thinks. I was in Cabo last February, baby Chaz, and they're running around in the pool, swimming oh, yeah, their and life Joe away. Yeah, he was on the he's on the flight. Mister ESPN, Joe Fortenbaugh was sitting behind me on the flight. <laughs> After our little back and forth with all of us after the Philadelphia game. And it goes, I think Fortinball's sitting right behind you. Didn't, I don't get a tap on the shoulder. I get a text from Fortinball. Is that you sitting in front of me? Oh my How about you just tap me on the shoulder, big dog? Or you know, why are we being weird here? He texted you. He texted me. You know that brings up something
2: really quickly. Right. What did this internet on the plane? Why are we acting like internet on a plane is giving someone gold? For Christ's sake, internet at a coffee shop is free, and yet I've got to pay for
3: it on a no. plane, no, and I you have don't. to wait till no, the plane don't. takes off. It, no, no, you it's don't. Absurd. Do you have T-Mobile? No. Hey, no, I don't have T-Mobile. United is free to, for T-Mobile users. Look, I. I I, but <laughs> you have to, still, but you still have to click on like the one day pass or whatever. No, no, you don't. Not if you're a T-Mobile user. You just activate internet. That
2: that's my point. You still have to.
3: Act. That, that, you that, should that just get it. No, why do we have to jump no, through Hulu no, hoops? Dude, it takes two seconds. Uh, too too many. You sound privileged right now. No, you I don't. do not. Oh, yes, it's twenty twenty four for All you. Crying gotta out. do it. It's so, activate. So, you sound jump. privileged. When I go to a
2: Pete's Coffee, okay, and I pay for a two dollar coffee, the internet just automatically is free. It just automatically is free. I'm just joining. It Boom. takes, it takes I mean, 30 seconds. It is 2024.
3: It takes 30 seconds. Um, no. All right, It's an airplane. It takes 30 seconds, and the internet is free if you have T-Mobile on United, which I do. So, But anyway, Atlanta fan in Cabo. I'm in the hot tub. Because, oh, you're a Niner fan. I was wondering. Because, oh, man. Pff, I feel sorry for you, man. You got Kyle Shanahan i say, well, you don't like Shanahan? goes, we despise Shanahan in Atlanta. I was like, Whoa. how do you despise the offensive coordinator who averaged 35 points a game and got to the Super Bowl Mark and not despise Dan Quinn? It's unbelievable. Anyway, let's get to the queen of the roast. It's like, queen it's of like, the roast. That's like hating the hitting coach. <laughs> yeah. I despise Bam Bam Mulins. <laughs> Donnie Ecker, you suck. <laughs> it's your fault we're batting 200. Not the GM who put the damn lineup together. Who it's is you, the worst Donnie Ecker. Coordinator in Niner history. Mark Trestman, probably. No. No, 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 no. Oh, it's Johnson. Mike, jo- Mike Johnson. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, Jeff Hostler. Jeff Hostler. Good
2: call on that. Actually, Jeff Hostler might be it. He was awful. Although Greg Knapp had a moment in time where <laughs> Jeff- T.O. was
3: ready to kill him. <laughs> Jeff Hostler was the king of third and five fullback dive to Fred Beasley. <laughs> oh, Fred Beasley. <laughs> Fred Beasley. Let's talk to the queen of the roast. Fred Beasley. Tonight is pre post game. She did an excellent job in Las Vegas. Exceptional job in Las Vegas. And it was great to catch up with her at the Super Bowl. Laura Britt. We love Laura here on the roast. Laura, sorry you had to wait on hold for so long. How are you doing this morning? Do you have your voice back?
4: It's it's on its way back. The <laughs> smoke in the casino is really oh. uh, in my voice. They don't really get along that well. You know what,
2: Laura, let me give you a tip. I said this to these guys. They thought I was crazy. And then a day later, huh, I was the smart one. First thing I do when I touch down in Vegas, I go straight to the CVS. I go get (laughs) Mucinex drops and a Mucinex bottle because I don't smoke. And when I walk through any of the casinos, it's just like coated cigar and cigarette smoke in my throat. It drives me crazy. Go straight to the Mucinex bottle next time.
4: Well, Joe, where were you? Eight days ago. Ten days ago. I needed that tip a long mm, time ago.
3: So Now I know. Yeah, she now was, I know. You were struggling at Super Bowl Sunday. I'm not going to lie. Ugh. It was struggling. I you, know I
1: was. It you was, powered it was through it.
3: And you know what? Worse than me getting hit in the was. nose? Oh, but you, we know you get it. Take Lauren, real quick. Not only did Shasky get hit in the nose, but do you know on Monday... <laughs> He goes, my foot hurts. I go, how? Because <laughs> my foot was tapping the entire Super Bowl from nervous energy. I've never heard. Wow. Like, I tap my I'm foot all the time. Serious. I tap my foot every show. I'm always doing something. I had nervous energy everywhere. I'm like, only Shasky can get injured by tapping his foot on the ground over and over.
4: And with his sunglasses at the Super Bowl. Not his fault, by it's the not, way. Not his
3: fault. Not his fault. Thank not you. Not his fault. It's Not, not. His fault.
4: I am impressed with how much. I was listening to you guys yesterday. Oh, gosh. And your callers. And I think that you're much more reasonable today. So, oh, I'm do happy do you really? For you guys have have that. you listened yeah, to
3: the I last have hour? Heard. Have you listened to the Ask last hour, Laura? Yes. We were screaming and yelling. We're out of well, our minds right You sound right now.
4: a lot more reasonable than yesterday. Everyone was fiery yesterday, and I get it. You know, you know what I appreciate. What I take away from that is that this fan base is really passionate. Huh, and think? there's nothing wrong with that. So, I think that some of the Takes are not just from you guys. You guys have been pretty rational, but some people are just completely off the rocker Dang right y'all. now, and I get it because it hurts.
3: <laughs> what about Shasky and his internet rent? Is he off his rocker?
4: No, and on no. The I actually am totally in agreement oh. with Shasky on the internet situation. And by the way, where are you going to Pete's where you can get a two dollar coffee? Well, I guess you're getting a coffee, not a latte. Maybe well, that's my you know,
3: yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, also pizza gets to the Super Bowl, and so get get you got to you got to jump on the
4: to get my latte. Well,
3: it's you got to drop our names, Laura. You got to drop our names at Pete's. Well, you know, apparently I, pizza I pizza do. The Super Bowl. Shout out, Vanessa. I'll try
4: that next time. <laughs>
3: All right, should do. I, that. Laura, 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 Laura. What part
2: of that game <laughs> irks you the most? Five, six days later.
4: Leaving too much time for Patrick Mahomes at the end of the game.
3: Mm,
4: mm, mm. That's I, it for me. I know there are mistakes that happen, and I know people say, you know, the muffed t- punt, whatever that none of that is on purpose. And I get like, yes, you need to clean things up. I get that. But that was a clear accident. I'm not blaming that. I mean, I think you can go back to Christian McCaffrey fumbling. Christian Ugh. McCaffrey never fumbles. Oh, no. Okay? No. He never fumbles. It's just a mistake. It's a mistake. Things like that are gonna happen throughout a game. And you know, I don't know where you go back I haven't I haven't been able to go back and pinpoint like how can you extend a drive to not give Patrick Mahomes too much time left at the end of the game. That's when I knew even I don't care. The game was tied. It goes into overtime. I knew at that moment that the Niners weren't going to win. You cannot give him time at the end of a game. You can't, I don't care how good your defense is. I don't care. Patrick Mahomes, you can't give him, you can't give him time. You can't give Tom Brady time. You can't give Aaron Rodgers. You can't give the all time great quarterback time at the end of a game. And that, I think they knew it at that point too.
3: Yeah. yeah. I,
4: and that's what kills you in overtime is you lose that little bit of faith. And and I get the game has to be played on the field, but I've seen it across too many sports. I see it in, you know, I saw it in the Giants season last year. Yeah. They were quote unquote in the playoffs until the end, like had a shot, had a long shot, had a great shot, had a terrible shot, but they were in the, dis- you, you get, you lose that faith and it's, there's nothing that you can do. Also, I do want to give you guys a little bit. Um, you've been playing this Travis Kelsey laughing moment a lot. <laughs> That's Travis Kelsey. Like, he's laughing at you. I don't know. I'm not falling for that. What do you like, mean? He's, he's on a podcast. That's what him and his brother get paid to do.
3: But let me say this, so, like, Laura. Let me say this about that. If you watch – I know you watch the Inside the NFL and all. Their special teams coach, all their coaches, their players – They were like, oh, my God, they're taking the ball first. We would have kicked. We would have kicked. And I think it's just more so, too, that it felt like Kansas City was more buttoned up about a potential overtime. They were prepared for every situation in this football game where we looked like, well, okay, the analytics, we're thinking about a third possession in overtime, to your point that, hey, once we got the overtime, you are like, yo, Kansas City is winning. Why was Kyle Shanahan thinking about a third possession in overtime? That didn't make any sense to me, the whole analytical aspect of that
4: but it wasn't that they didn't think about it. You know, you can be unhappy with the decision that he made and I get some of the players might not have known absolutely hindsight's 2020. The players need to know, everybody needs to know the rules, but the players aren't the one making the call. It's It's the head coach that's making the call and he knew the rules and he made a justified in his mind decision. We can all look back at the game and how it went and say, they shouldn't have done that. Of course you don't want to kick a field goal, they got into a crappy situation. Yeah. What else are you going to do? It's just, it's how it all ended up playing out. So I, I don't knock Kyle Shanahan for talking to his analytics team and deciding that that was the best decision for them at the moment. If it ends up coming to a third possession, we'd be praising Kyle Shanahan.
2: Yeah. Let me ask you this one, Laura. You you were around a team with Jimmy G, and um, I'm sure you had mixed feelings, like as I did with Jimmy G. Like you saw the value, but then you also saw some of the shortcomings. And no one thought he was the worst player, but you, you didn't also think that he was like the best player in the world, where he could help win you certain games that are out there. We've got a decision coming up here. Not this year. This year he's making 900 grand, but after the year on Brock Purdy. I already heard Matt Burrow say, like, hey, you know, big money, big money. I'm like, pump the brakes here. Let's let's see how this year plays out, and then I'll have a better feel for, you know, what I'm willing to give up. If, but if you ask me today, I would say no. I'm not ready to give Brock Purdy 40 million, $50 million a year guaranteed at the sacrifice of CMC and IUK or Debo and Kittle or something like that because that's what it would cost you in terms of your offense, offensive weaponry. What are your feelings today?
4: I think Brock Purdy. I had a lot more confidence in his ability than when watching Jimmy Garoppolo. I agree. There's no doubt about that. When Jimmy Garoppolo was under center for the Niners, I I heard one of your callers say, "You know, I'm just so disappointed. I just feel like you know they're right there, and then so just I I felt like every time, every game he played in, you were just waiting for the big interception." You were waiting for the big mistake. I don't get that sense with Brock Purdy. I think Brock Purdy is a really talented quarterback. And he got this team uh, along with the Christian McCaffrey and, and the rest of the team. It's not just one player, as we all know. This is his second season in the NFL. And he went to the Super Bowl. So I think you should be a little bit more excited about Brock
3: Purdy than you are. What's his ceiling, Laura? What do you think his ceiling is?
4: Well, he went to the Super Bowl. So do you do you want it? To, of course, winning the Super Bowl would be his ceiling, and that's everybody's feeling. But well, I no, think he can actually do it.
3: Yeah, I I hear you on that one. Listen, my my I like Brock a lot. I like Brock a lot. But when I well, when I watch the these playoff games, do you want to
4: go give up a bunch of draft picks and no. go draft a player, a quarterback that you don't. Is another question. We all know the draft is a crapshoot. No, no know. doubt about it.
3: I I still think you draft a quarterback just in case because of the injury history with Brock Purdy. Well, I think Bill nobody's Walsh. talking about it. Yeah, I, draft I, every I like drafting quarterbacks quarterback. all the time, but I do think the last two games and even in the postseason for three quarters of his Green Bay, he looked more like Jimmy Garoppolo. Now he came back in the fourth quarter. He gets a lot of credit for that. Detroit, first half, he looked a lot like Jimmy Garoppolo in that first half against Detroit. Now, they came back from 17 down. He gets a lot of credit for that. But in that Super Bowl, you saw how great Mahomes was, and I saw Brock Purdy look good. But to win the Super Bowl, you almost Everyone have to be Everyone looks good compared to Patrick Mahomes. No, no. Josh Everybody Allen looked great. Josh Allen looked great in that game in Buffalo. Josh Allen looked great He played in him Buffalo. to his equal. Yeah, he played him to his equal, and he has in the playoffs. Now, Mahomes is at the upper hand. Joe Burrow has looked great against Patrick Mahomes. Both times. If one... At arrowhead stadium it could have won again there uh against the brock purdy downfield passing the vertical passing game just felt like it was non-existent and kentucky said we dare you to throw the ball down the field now maybe the receivers are getting a lot of separation that could be one thing but brock purdy looked very ordinary that super bowl laura and that's just my opinion
4: i just think he took care of the football and you can't ask to like he's not throwing interceptions it's true those are those are very valuable pieces now, if he comes out and throws three picks in the Super Bowl, I might be on board with what you're saying. But where are you going to find Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes? Where are you going to well, go find? Not, him? Where are you going to find Lamar Jackson? Yeah, where easy. are you going to find him? It's not easy. So you have to take a chance, and really, you don't know what a quarterback's going to be until they've been in the league for a few years, and those are just the facts. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is a is a is an anomaly. But you don't know what you're going to get until a guy's been in the league for a few years, and then by that time, they're getting paid by their team. So all you can do is guess, do an educated guess in the draft, because we've seen it too many times, and and get what you get. And I think that – I think Brock Purdy – I think the slander of Brock Purdy right now is too much. I think he's a really great quarterback. He's very young. He's young in his career. He's a young player. I've seen – Kyle Shanahan trusts him like you haven't seen him trust other quarterbacks. And I also think, just to bring everyone back to reality, the su- losing in the Super Bowl is awful. It's, I think it's worse than losing in any other area. In, in the NFC Championship game, if, you, know, you just want to make it to the Super Bowl. Losing in the Super Bowl is terrible. And to do it in the way the Niners have done it and haven't won a Super Bowl since 1994, and they've gone three times since then and lost every single time, It's terrible. But Kyle Shanahan has been coaching in this league for seven seasons. He has an 8-3 and three record in the postseason. He's taken the Niners to the NFC Championship game four times, and they've gone to two Super Bowls. I get it. It stings. but But check your rationality some. Andy Reid did not win his first Super Bowl until he was 60 years old. 60 years old. He started being an NFL head coach in 1999, so it doesn't come easy. You're going to go. You're going to lose. You've got to learn, and I get that everyone's saying Kyle Shanahan can't get over the hump, but Andy Reid gold with his magic that he's got in Kansas City. He's a great head coach as well. I'm not taking that away from him. He's got a great quarterback, and he's a great head coach. But Kyle Shanahan, I would say, is a great head coach too.
2: I would agree. I would agree with that. All right, before you get on out of here, Laura, because lo- I'm loving this conversation. We got to do more of this. Uh, two mm-hmm. things. First one, next Saturday, Kimball. All right, bring the kids out. You're, you're more than welcome. I'll be out there, emceeing SFYBL. It's baseball uh, pony league out here for all the kids. There'll be tons of kids out there, tons of families. The mayor is going to be out there. Joe Shasky, yours truly, emceeing.
4: Wow, getting the mayor out. Yes, wow. this is like my wow, third or look fourth how big year time. Doing he this. is. I, know. I will be Man. in Scottsdale next oh.
2: time. Oh. Well, speaking oh, of that, gosh. Jorge
4: Soler. Oh. Huh? Huh? I'm excited. I get everyone's disappointed with how free agency went this offseason. The hot stove <laughs> was, like, very ice cold. I think people should be excited about Jorge Soler. I am.
3: The stove didn't work, just, Laura. Just,
4: <laughs> just, just, <laughs> let stove's not like working. I'm trying to bring everyone's rationale. Uh, like, let's bring the energy up a little bit. You're yes, so positive, you Laura. You don't get Yamamoto. You don't get Yamamoto. You get the Giants need a bat. They got a bat, and it's not the perfect bat. It's not the one every single Giants fan wanted. What What more can the Giants do right now? I think this is a really good addition. I think Jorge Soler is a really good addition.
2: I'm with you. Well, here's my Here's my barometer for the Giants this year. I've wanted them to play the young guys all year, and we'll move off this immediately, but. I get to finally see Luciano. I want to see Schmidt. I don't want to see them bring in Chapman. I want to see Schmidt. Either he sinks or he or or he succeeds. Like I want to see him play. I want to see Tyro. I want to see what uh, Jung Hoo Lee does in center field. I am very excited and obviously Patrick Bailey. I'm excited to see Harrison. I want to see Hunt. Let the young guys play. Even if they win 72 games and I get 150 of the young guys, I'm all
4: in. I'm all do you in. think that most people feel that way? because I don't yes. think, I think I think at the beginning of the season, people say that. And then they're like, oh, you know, uh, another losing season, but you get to see a lot of young guys. I just don't get yeah, that. Yeah, but
2: '09. I would say this. '09. I knew we were cooking something special because we had Lincecum. You saw Sanchez. Matt Kane was developing. They won more games. And Pablo came out of nowhere. And I felt so optimistic for 2010, not knowing they would do what they did. But, yes, I do. I actually do. I think we're more sophisticated. Okay. We understand where we're at. We're the clear-cut three or four in this division. Develop. This is not our time to just win Just wait until the
3: Giants start the season off. Thirty and seventeen, and the expectations get raised. Yeah, but if you see flashes from Luciano, we'll be good. I'm kidding. No, I do want to see the young guys, Laura. I'm I will say there. You-
4: I'm I'm consistently impressed. I got the chance at uh, Giants Fan Fest in Napa to chat with Patrick Bailey for a little while. First off, he's put on like twenty or thirty pounds.
3: Good pounds? Is that not, a good not thing? The jock pounds. Yes. yes. Right? Like, it's not Jock Peterson. Uh, no, no, no. Question no, no. so the buffet. these are
4: pounds we discussed, and that he. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking him and the staff discussed, and he looks great. He's Good. he's just such a a, a level-headed guy. I, this is who the Giants were hoping Joey Bart would be, and they get they get uh, Patrick Bailey, and this is Patrick Bailey is the guy you want Joey, as the anchor. Joey of Bart's still on the roster, Laura? Yeah.
3: <laughs> he's still on the Cam roster. Slate. He's still on the yes, roster seven years Conforto. later. When he drafted in 2017. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. We're going to platoon oh, by boy, Thank you for bringing some rationale for some level headed takes today. Even though I don't agree with you, Laura. And I feel like screaming at you, but I can't because you're the Queen of the Relic and so we love you.
4: I will always be here for you guys to bring you back down to reality. We like need our it. you
3: know, Laura, real like quick. It. A lot of people a lot of people, uh They've been coming up to shasky and I saying, You guys are like our therapy. It's been therapeutic. You're our Dr. Melfi. Well, I think Shasky and I need our Dr. Melfi. Yes. And I think you're that person. Yep. I don't know if you watch the Sopranos, but Dr. Melfi was the psychiatrist of Tony Soprano. Yeah. And I think you are Dr. Melfi. I'm
4: I'm happy to hold that role for you guys. I like Nothing it. Nothing
3: makes me happier. Flora, <laughs> you're great. Like Have fun at Scottsdale. I'm Tony. You're someone else. You can be. Chris. I'll talk to you
4: guys soon.
2: See you, Laura. Right, Laura.
3: The fact that she listens to the psychopaths has been. She goes. We've been more reasonable today. We've been screaming left and right for the last hour. Are you Polly Walnuts? <laughs> or are you Sill? No, Polly turned into a snitch. I'm Tony. I'm definitely of course, the Tony in this equation, I'm going to call you Uncle June. You no, think I'm you're in Uncle control, no, 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 no. I'm the Shaw. No, 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 no. I'm in total control here, buddy. <laughs> I'm in total control.
2: Spadoni, who's who? Well, Bonte he channels Johnny Sack a little bit 100%. when he gets big. He gets like this morning he got upset like 100%. Johnny Sack had.
3: That's not a that's not a bad thing. Johnny, Tony Johnny gets Sack. upset. He does, but Johnny Tony ripped the fold out of the wall. That's what I do.
2: No, but you were on edge like Johnny Sack. 100%. You needed you needed to rip one outside. You needed to have 100%. you need to have a cigarette. No, I'm Tony. 100%. He's definitely that's that's a Tony Soprano. <laughs> Johnny Sack also dressed to the nines at all times. That's you, dog. Tony
3: is big name I can't say on the air. That's who he is. And you are him
2: to the boat and killing them. The fact of the matter is you guys are a collection of a lot of the characters in the we show. Are. You're not just one we of are. them. Not you got a little time. Chrissy in uh, both of you, by of the way, Chrissy. too.
3: <laughs> Somebody's calling me Ghost from Power now. I know you guys didn't watch the Power series.
2: Well, <laughs> Can I be Manolo and you be Scarface? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't end well for Manolo. No, it doesn't.
3: <laughs> it doesn't end well but for But Manolo is a smooth cat. Oh, oh, oh man. Oh, let's get to the lines. This They're calling a- you Jimmy Conway from uh, Goodfellas. Oh, (laughs)
2: that makes me Henry Hill oh boy you are a snitch I could probably you do admit to be snitching you do be
3: snitching no Nahegan's Joe Pesci
2: I'm here to get made by Odyssey hey hey, listen (laughs) I, I
3: know I know this for a fact I know this for a fact when things are off the rail of the show I don't get the call anymore. Shasky gets a call because Matt Nahegan knows he's getting everything out of Shasky. Yeah, yeah. He is snitching on everybody. Nor knows how many times you guys are throwing me under the bus. But you know what? I am like Scarface. I don't care. Just give me the yayo and I will cook. <sighs> I am Teflon around these parts until i do not. Don't talk about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. We can't talk about that no more. That kid's listening. Oh, man. Crack, crack, crack. Oh, man, the Super Bowl. I can't believe we lost that Super Bowl, man. I'm I'm, I'm I'm not going to lie. Because when I was praying, the Detroit game, I was praying because I knew the shows would be like this. They lost that Detroit game, and I was praying at halftime. I wasn't praying for a comeback win. I honestly, God, when I was praying and I was in a dark place, I said, Dear, and I saw the text coming in from Shasky and Spadoni. I love how I, I get blamed. This no. is
2: the guy who sent no. us a text. Kirk Cousins is back on the table. <laughs> he in is
3: multiple times in the Green Bay no, game. No, listen, he was. If They <laughs> lost the Green Bay game. He was, but then the Detroit game happens, and it's uh. Belichick, and it's Cousins, oh, I all over and it was, and I was praying. I said. Oh, my God, if they lose this game to Detroit, the morning rose is going to be in shambles. Well, you know what? (laughs) The sports guy said... Pause, Bonte. Just wait until the Super Bowl. You ain't seen nothing yet.
2: I'm going to tell you this right now. We didn't even text during the Super Bowl, yeah. did we? I don't think we did. No. You guys were locked in. You were No, the no nothing is worse
3: than the. I'm I'm pulling for you. Fourth quarter text that I got from certain people. I'm oh. like, oh my god, leave me alone. <laughs> fourth quarter. I stopped. I stopped texting after a while. I just remember I moved seats. I, know. I moved away from Shasky and moved away well, from Ridley. I think I hit your hand, <laughs> yeah. your arm, a hundred right. times. No, but I started standing up. And she, after the fourth and three to Kittle, how oh Teddy, he come freaking out? Oh like, he's God. really going for it? And he, re, and he converted? I didn't even fist pumped. I looked at the sky, just exhaled, said, I can't handle this anymore. I'm going to make this very clear. <laughs> Y'all are crazy.
2: There's no way right now that I'm signing a check for $150 million guaranteed to Brock Purdy. Oh my God. You got it. like there's the franchise tag in the back pocket. If you had yeah, to go down that, I'm going route, down that road. You know, if you had I'm to not doing like it. I'm sorry, like one year, Jalen Hurts just did that, and I'm questioning what Philly. And I like Jalen Hurts a lot. I I like Brock for our team, I like Jalen for their team. But like 150 plus guaranteed, I'm sorry. I'm not no, no.
3: no. <laughs> Five one no, podcast business not today. Now, yeah. no, I'm, down, I, down I, the line, I'm 100. We'll go down sne-
2: there, like we'll we'll, we'll see. I want to see another year. I'm in like, lock like, Come set on, with you
3: guys. I'm in lock you. Come on. With you. I saw an ordinary quarterback in the playoffs. He made a couple hit plays, but when I need deep down the field throwing, the same thing we got with G- We got on Jimmy Garoppolo because he couldn't throw outside the numbers. and couldn't complete downfield passes. Well, in the last two playoff games, how did Brock Purdy do throwing down the field? When
2: you give your quarterback 20% of the cap, you you better understand how building the team around him becomes infinitely more difficult. I have no problem
3: it 20% of the cap to a quarterback if I know they can make the plays that well, of but, field. But, like, but again, I give Josh Allen 20% of the cap
2: any day of the week. Yeah, but the sample on when they don't have the Avengers all out there yeah. in full force isn't good. Mm. And so I want to see a more body of work. That doesn't mean I don't like the player. I like the player. Like everybody rips Dak. Everybody. I think you can win 10, 12 games every year with Dak, as they have the last couple of years, you know? But when he makes that money and you don't have that second wide receiver and you don't have the center. You know, it looks a little different. Oh, do you man. think because they play in the NFC, too, they'd be willing to be more complacent with Purdy? That's because it. if they were in That's the AFC, this would be a totally different conversation. Well, get- I don't even want to pay Trevor Lawrence at all. No. Right now. I no. want to see him do it again. I'm not paying Trevor Lawrence. No. Trevor's done a fraction of what he's Brock- not even the best, done Way done. He's not even the
3: best quarterback in his division. Exactly. exactly. He's the Stroud is. Yes, exactly. He's already at the rookie season. Already. Damn. Let's go to the lines. We got about seven minutes left. This has been a, honestly, it has been a fun show. I know our blood pressure is high. We got to get this out, folks. It's, where well, did you pay Tua? Pay for, hell no, I wouldn't pay Tua. And I love Tua. I would pay him. Hell no. He had a really good year. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> right? Did he not, guys? Hey, like, listen, like, did he not? He had listen, a really good year. Listen. And I think he's let solid. Me, let me just say this for all the Brock... because there's player stands and team stands. I'm a team stand. I root for the 49ers. Me too. I like players, but I root for the Niners. Forty one years in a row, I've rooted for one team. I'm I'm rooted for the 49ers, okay? So I'm not a stan of a player. I'm not a clay stan, I'm not a curry stand. I'm not a Purdy stand. I'm not a Jimmy G stan. The Purdy stands though. There are stands. Guys who just love players. I'm sorry, folks. If you don't think Purdy, if he regresses in twenty twenty four we're going to have the quarterback conversation. It's not just going to be coming from the morning Ross. It's going to be coming from ESPN. It's going to be coming from Fox Sports 1. It's going to be coming from the internets. All these articles, think pieces, everything. J.T. O'Sullivan broke down the Super Bowl. He doesn't think Brock Purdy had a good game. Now, some of you may say, what's J.T. Sullivan in? He wasn't good. Well, he knows what it's like to be in the NFL huddle. He's know what it's like to be in an NFL sideline, on an NFL sideline. And he sideline. was one of his biggest defenders for two years. He didn't think he had a good Super Bowl. That's JTL well, Sullivan. Three games in a row. But, he but, was if we, but you know, if we say that, we're just hating.
2: Well, I, we're it's, hatin'. called, it's
3: called analysts. No, you know. Like,
2: you know, we're analyzing players. That's what I, we I, do. I'm sorry. When Steph Curry turns it over late in the game, we break it down. Like, for example, when I think of game seven, I close my eyes. Yeah, Curry kind of came up short in the final six minutes. Did. I mean, look, he was hurt, and there was a lot of like, there's they, they had no bogus. They didn't have Iguodala, whatever. Curry's one of my favorite athletes of all
3: time. He came up a little short. Let me throw this at you. It happens. Let me throw this at you. <clears throat> Mahomes is facing third and sixteen. He faced third and long three times on the first four possessions. Were you petrified on third and long because it was Mahomes? What do you think?
2: <laughs> I
3: had the fear of God in me. Were you petrified when Joe Burrow faced the third Yes. And then he checks out of a play and runs a quarterback draw for 11 yards? Seeing Joe Burrow dismantle us healthy this year when it was his calf healed,
2: he was incredible.
3: Incredible. It was Mark Jackson, yeah. were you not petrified every time you Will, dropped back? Well, Mark Jackson destroyed us. When Brock Purdy's facing the third long, how are you feeling? Well, it's
2: my quarterback, so I feel different, right? Like I would say the same thing when Jimmy Kaepernick, okay. you know, Garcia, Steve Young. Like it's just different when it's your quarterback. What, what, do you know? What, do you get yeah, what I'm saying? I, I hear
3: you, but here's how I. I, like
2: I was it. more. This is how I would phrase it. I was most confident in Brock than I was any of the preceding okay. six or seven niner quarterbacks.
3: Here's how I feel. much more confident. Here's how I Brock. feel when the 49ers face start Long, even with Brock having new MVP yeah. season. Yeah, yeah. You know how I feel. Punt team, punt team, get ready. But, team, get ready. Get ready. That's how I feel about my quarterback. Is that's not good. That's not good. Third down, money downs is the key in the NFL. Third downs, what did the Niners go for? How did they do on third down in the Super Bowl? Well, I think that it, that was also a byproduct of them early failing downs. on first and No doubt. Yes. They were but, early but downs. I, but you're right. But 3 and 12 on third down. You gotta hit a couple Eastern longs. You gotta hit just a couple. All right, right a tat tat the calls. Let's go. We got about five minutes here. Right a tat tat. Let's start off with uh, Vinny at Castro Valley. Vinny, what's happening?
1: Hey, what's up, fellas? Uh, just just wanted to talk about this Kyle Sanahan situation, and uh, a lot of people are blazing over the fact that he lost two Super Bowls to a combination of Andy Reid and Steve Spagnuolo, one of the greatest one-two touches that we've seen in the in the last decade especially they got Mahomes. I understand that, but Steve Spagnuolo came out and he said, this is one of the highest IC defenses he's had all year. And I never heard offenses win championships. So he's defenses win championships. He made a couple of key moves that confused Bob Purdy. Maybe Kyle Shanahan had the right play call. Maybe Purdy didn't make the right read or didn't have that natural instinct, which I wouldn't expect him to have in his first full season as a starter taking the team to the Super Bowl. And I think that his killing for him has to be off season, you know, working like you said, mobility, arm strength, see he can improve there. But sometimes your natural ability is your natural ability. I think where he can improve is his knowledge within the game of, like, a Patrick Mahomes. I've seen every defense, how how we say LeBron James has, he's on the court, he's like an orchestrator where he can just, he doesn't he doesn't break under the pressure because he's seen everything. Mahomes being a six year starter for more than five years, probably one of the greatest top three quarterback is going to go down yeah, with I
3: this hear you. read Vinny Vinny I, I hear you cooking Mahomes in his second year threw four over 50 touchdowns first full season <laughs> threw for 50 he was the All MVP right? of the league I, I mean come on man he was beating Brady in the AFC championship game and third. one of his defensive linemen jumped off do you sides. think Mahomes recognizes that third and four blitz it was obvious to everybody even shithead McCaffrey 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 oh my god that's Shanahan. That's not us. That's Shanahan. Uh, if let's I go see to... him
2: waddling in my dreams with the football in his hand, oh I know God. he's getting a first down. Uh, Ryan and Irvine. Drives me nuts.
3: <laughs> Ryan and Irvine, what's happening? Hey, good morning, guys. I'll Boy. try
2: to make it quick. I, I hear what you're saying about Birdie. Second year quarterback. Let him have an offseason. We don't have to worry about paying him. It's his third, you know what I mean? it's his third year, so don't even worry about that. Right. Let him go out there. Let's okay. see what he does next year.
3: What else you got? All right, that's it. J Dub, you did shitty. What's up, baby? What's going on? What? What's going on? Y'all? I'll be real quick. First off, with Brock Purdy, I think y'all are fine. Now, this whole Steve Wilks thing, I felt like hiring him was almost
1: like if I were to hire Shasky because of his energy, but then that's going to be Vern was calling the masters. Like, <laughs> you don't take away what makes someone so good. You didn't let Steve Wilks call his own defense, but then throughout the year, you're going to criticize him for this, that, the other, and then you fire him. That like It just felt like he never had a full chance to show the reason why he got to where he is. Right, yeah, great there, there it is. That's great a great call.
3: call. Great call on Steve Wilkes.